clothes on and get ready for an amazing new episode. What is up everybody? Welcome back to White Coats Podcast. Today, Lauren and I will be discussing and ranking the medical and dental specialties based off of their competitiveness and their practicality. You may have heard of being accepted into different programs. Uh, Today, however, we're going to be discussing something called matching into programs. So the National Matching Services is used in most postdoctoral residency programs to essentially um, connect dentists and doctors with the programs of their choice. Uh, This is a little different than acceptance, so I'm going to go a little more into detail about it. Not everyone is matched, uh, which is why this is actually different from their acceptance rate. And as you're going to see in a couple of moments, we're going to be discussing different programs, different residencies, and how they each have different match rates. So basically how it works is if a program places you on their list, which is indicating that they want you in their program, Uh, but you don't place them as the student on your list, you won't be matched to the school. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about that, but that's just the basics of it. Matches are final, so if you match to the program, that is where you will be attending as a resident. And don't worry if you don't match the first time because there is a program called SOAP, which is um, a post-match supplemental offer and acceptance program essentially designed for you if you don't get matched the first time you're able to match in programs that aren't fully aren't filled up yet and then according to St. George University the actual matching is handled by a computer algorithm which compares applicants and programs by aligning their rank order list this is basically to make the matching as fair as possible and that's why not all programs but a lot of postdoctoral programs use this instead of the i would say regular form of acceptance so and just my, to just sorry yeah. just to clarify um students have their own rank of schools they want to go to and then schools have their own rank of students correct okay so a student would make a list of where they are where they would like to go ranked mm-hmm. Um, in numerical order and the university sorry the program would do the same thing and that is how they match okay so it's a computerized algorithm so it is a little more complicated than that but that's the basics of it okay my last thing before lauren you're gonna hop in Mm -hmm. is um most dental specialties hover around 50 to 60 percent for their match rate in medicine, however, most specialties have a 90% or above match rate. Yeah. And even the toughest specialties such as dermatology, orthopedics, and neurosurgery all have match rates of over 75%, even though these, as Lauren will discuss, are the top competitiveness. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting. Um, for like, surgery is considered to be the most competitive. Now, let me just say, this is my list um, for competitiveness and practicality. So just looking at the research, things like match rates, burnout rates, um, this is a a list that I've compiled. Um, And so surgery being the most competitive, it actually has a 75% match rate, meaning you have a 75% chance of getting in to one of your top residency programs, which is pretty good, but it's still the most competitive out of all the medical specialties. Mm 
Um, and so something interesting to note is that the Association of American Medi Medical Colleges predicted that over time, it actually, all, a lot of these specialties might become less competitive um, because they are predicting a shortage of like 14,000 to 23,000 uh, sur surgeons short by 2032. Next. Wow. Yeah. Uh, really interesting. Um, I think it's just because the need for surgery and all of the hospitals and all the programs is just increasing and therefore the amount of doctors they need is increasing. Mm -hmm. So next up we have dermatology, second most competitive, 77% match rate. Um, and also the AAMC also predicts there to be a shortage um, of like 20,000 to 50,000 physicians by 2032. Mm -hmm. um, it's also one of the most competitive because it is so practical, but we'll get into that after. Mm -hmm. Next, third most um, third most competitive is OBGYN, um, obstetrician and gynecology. Um, there was a 90% match rate, which is actually pretty high. That's you have a so nine, nine out of 10% chance of you getting into your program, but um, it's, it's still one of the most um, competitive. At the end of 2019, 14% of medical senior medical students were denied. Um, the 90% match rate was from 2018, but it's still about on the same scale. And to clarify, this 90%, it's not for your number one program. It yeah. is just for any program that you put on yeah. your list. Is that correct? Yeah. So a couple of people, some people put one program, which is not smart. It obviously will decrease your ability to match, but a lot of people have, let's say, two to four programs on their list. So yeah, that's your match rate. Fourth is, fourth most competitive oncology, 90% match rate, which seems to be about the average. Like, we're doing eight medical specialties, and that's the fourth, so it's the average. Um, psychiatry is an interesting one, because there right now is a big shortage. There's currently, 45,000 about 45,000 psychiatrists but to meet today's demands we need like at least 3,000 more to meet the psychiatric demands um and so by by 2025 the shortage could be as high as 6,000 psychiatrists and almost doubling the percentage that they're short infectious diseases Oh, and psychiatry was a 90% match rate. So again, the average infectious disease doctors have a 92% match rate. Primary care doctors, non-primary care doctors were reported to be one and a half times as competitive as primary care specialties. So it's, it looks like the less, the more generalized you are, the more likely you will be to match with a program that you like. Okay. Now, that is an insane 95% match rate. Wow. So the 95% of people interested in a primary care program is is insane. 95, that's, that's insane because yeah. when we get into dental, uh, we're going to see how the match rates are significantly different. Yeah, all, most of the match rates are like 30% lower than all of the medical mm -hmm. specialties when you usually think of medical specialties as more difficult. Um, and then also it's uh, proven to be harder to get into medical school than dental school. So it's really interesting how that flips when you're becoming a resident. 
Um, last... But don't sleep on dental school. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's still... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dental school and medical school are still both extremely competitive. They're some of the hardest uh, graduate schools to get into, some mm-hmm. of the most difficult um, careers and competitive careers to be in. Um, but it was just interesting how getting into the schools and then the residencies, they flip. Yeah, they, they do flip yeah. and then end up being more competitive, as we saw in our research, actually to get into a and match with a dental residency mm-hmm. than it is for medical. So yeah. you're right, it, they do flip, which is really interesting, actually. Yeah. So last one, we have the least competitive, internal medicine. In 2018, there was a 97.6% match rate. That is insane. That's mm-hmm. like 98 out of 100 students getting matched. Their first year applying, um, that's crazy. Really, really great numbers. Um, next, we have is the practicality list. Now, this list is based on my interpretation of um, salary, um, hours, burnout rates, and also I found um, Medscape did a physician and lifestyle physician lifestyle and happiness report in 2019, um, and they actually looked at the happiness of different medical specialties. And um, also, just to clarify, burnout, um, if you guys have never heard of that, that just means um, any sort of symptoms that physicians can experience when it comes to um, being tired, depressed, um, any physical burnout. A lot of physicians experience that being, and um, dentists, being that it is a very, not competitive, very challenging job Mm -hmm. um, with a large workload and stuff like that. Okay, so first for practicality is dermatology. Now, if you remember, uh, dermatology was the second most competitive, probably has to do with the practicality. Now, as a dermatologist, you're making four to $500,000 a year. That's a lot considering they work, they have fixed office hours. It's like a nine to five job. Um, they're not really on call and it's only a three year residency. Um, however, 50% of dermatologists reported being happy um, for those 50%. Wow, only 50. Yeah. For those 50%, you can see why. They're creating long-term relationships with their patients, but it might not be as fulfilling for you if you're just doing things like helping people with acne or skin conditions. You know, other medical specialties are sometimes saving lives, and maybe that's why it's such a low rate. Um, but only 30% said they would pr- get professional help. So maybe it's because it's it's not like extreme sadness or burnout it's just not ideal Mm -hmm. um so next second most practical is psychiatry um 200 to 350,000 a year also fixed office hours you can be on call if you're working in a psychiatric unit or an inpatient facility um there is a four-year residency length um but it's also not that competitive you know there's a great chance you're gonna get a residency when you're um, becoming a psychiatrist. So it is a pretty practical job. Only about a third of psychiatrists reported um, experiencing burnout, which is pretty good. Next, third most practical, we have primary care doctors. 52% reported being happy, um, which is really interesting. Probably has to do with dermatology. You know, you are interacting with a lot of people and you are creating long-term relationships with your primary care doctor, but it might not be as rewarding or fulfilling as 
saving lives or doing big procedures. And they are making a little bit less money than things than like psychiatrists or surgeons or dermatologists. They're making around 150 to 250,000 a year. Um, but it is only a three year residency, which is very, very nice. Nine to five job, you're not really on call. Internal medicine, which is a subspecialty of primary care, kind of tied for practicality um, because the salary is pretty similar and it's also like a nine to five job. The only time you would be on call is if you're working in a big hospital, but pretty much your job consists of seeing 20-ish patients a day um, and then sometimes going on daily rounds if it's an inpatient facility. Fifth most practical, almost done here, 44% of infectious disease doctors reported being happy. Again, not very good, um, but you do make a good amount of money, uh, $200,000 to $250,000 a year. Only a three-year residency, and then all. But you, the thing is, is you are on call for on nights and weekends. Which this could be once every week, twice every week, every other week. It just depends on where you're working. So definitely not the most practical, considering how often you're on call and how much you're getting compensated. Um, around half said that they were either burnt out or depressed, which is which is not a very good rate. Sixth most practical is um, oncology. Now you do make on the higher side of money, 250 to $400,000 a year. However, it is a five to six year residency, just as much if not more than surgery, just like um, infectious disease doctors, you are on call on nights and weekends at least every week, every other week. Um, but the thing is, is it is very fulfilling. You're working with cancer patients, you're saving lives, for some people, this is not as practical because, because you know, you're dealing with somebody else's life and the, like their life is on the line and that's kind of in your hands. Seventh most practical, OBGYN. Over 50% 50, 50 of OBGYNs reported being happy. So on the higher side, um, but also the 50% re reported being burnt out or depressed, which is, which is not good. Um, but only 32% said they would get professional help. So it's not extreme. Um, usually when they report being burnt out, it's just one or more symptoms. Mm -hmm. So it's not extreme. They are making three hundred to $375,000 a year, um, but they do work sixty around 60 hours a week, which is a long work week, four-year residency, which is in the mid-range, um, but they do a lot of call and long shifts. Mm -hmm. It's very... Physically, um, not the easiest job. It's not like psychiatry where you're sitting at a desk. It's like you're giving birth, doing procedures, similarly to surgery, um, which is interesting because it almost has a 60% happiness rating, which is the highest out of all of these medical specialties. They are making on the higher side three hundred to 500000 dollars a year. You're probably like, why is it the least practical at number eight? Now you do have a five-year minimum for residency um, and it is a very stressful job, unpredictable hours, um, and it's physically stressful. You know, you can be in the OR, the operating room, operating for anywhere from like four to ten hours. There's a lot of call, a lot of clinic, um, and yeah, about half said that they were either burnt out or depressed. 
Um, so yeah, that's my competitive and practicality list. Wow, I really like the study of the happiness rates because yeah. I think that is i mean all this stuff of course that we're um, putting out there is based off of research but this is a um, very specific study i think that shows a lot of good statistics hopefully they'll come out with the one for uh, dental residency soon that would be good so now i'm going to be talking about the dental uh, residency competitive competitiveness and practicality this one had a significant amount of less information so it'll be a little more quick to go through, but I'm going to jump right in. Number one for competitiveness that I found was orthodontics. Uh, according to the American Association of Orthodontics, there is about one spot per 15 applicants, which equates to about 6.7%. But we did find that the match rate is 61%. So I'm thinking maybe because of that, you know, the match rate is almost 10 times higher because people are, you know, maybe let's just say they have 15 schools on their matching thing. They might only be accepted into one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why the match rate is so high and the acceptance rate is so low yeah. because anybody going into orthodontics would need to have a lot of different um, residency programs on their list. Right. Um, That happened to be the only statistic for the um, acceptance rate, but for the for number two of competitiveness, uh, maxillofacial and oral surgery. Actually, I just want to point out there's no specific order. I know that orthodontics um, was number one, but the rest are kind of all, I guess, tied to say. Yeah. Um, But. Yes, next on the list, maxillofacial oral surgery. Um, that was a 53% match rate. There are less than 250 dental students each year that continue to oral and maxillofacial surgery specialty. That's nothing. Yeah, very, very little. Endodontics, an interesting statistic, shows that only 2.2% of dentists are specialized in endodontics. So of the 190,000 total dentists in the United States, there's about 4,300 endodontists, certified endodontists. Wow. So it's like in medical, in medicine, mm-hmm. everybody is specializing, even if it's general or primary care. Mm-hmm. It's still considered to be a specialty, less specialized, but this is very uncommon and maybe that's why it's even more competitive Um, yeah and then another fact about this one is that endodontics or endodontic residencies do not they're not a part of the um, match program Mm -hmm. so there's no match statistic on that prosthodontics we have a 45 percent match rate so we see that it's um, a little lower there's only 3,200 prosthodontics in the united states so my guess is that it's very competitive and not as many spots mm-hmm. in the residency programs. Um, next, we have periodontics with a 43% match rate, so even lower. And we found that there are 58 residency programs for periodontics. Wow. And um, just to just to give an example or like to cross over to the medical field, there's like hundreds of different programs for all different specialties so Mm -hmm. 58 is very very little yeah and um i'm pretty sure that there are about 67 or 68 dental schools so 
yeah also very yeah. little which makes it of course competitive mm-hmm. uh smaller as we can see than the medical field last but not least we have dental anesthesiology which has a 54 percent match rate from my educated guess i would say this is the least competitive just because there are a lot more programs and the residency is completed with medical residents that completed medical school so i think it's a little less competitive but and also the matching the matching rate kind of shows that it's one of the higher ones exactly next we're going to move on to practicality also not as many studies as lauren was able to Mm -hmm. give us more statistics this is also based off of an educated guess and my own knowledge understanding as well as some background research number one for practicality i would say is orthodontics it's the least hands-on in terms of your um, procedures with a long wait time in between i would say in my opinion i feel like most people who um, aren't as medically educated would know what what or who an orthodontist is mm-hmm. and at least connect like orthodontics to braces i have a question yeah um how does that make it more practical though so let's say that you would want you know you want braces you want to straighten your teeth i would say the average american would know that ortho go to an orthodontist exactly go to an orthodontist but if you have pain in your tooth you might not know where it's coming from if there is um, a disease link to it if you need a root canal if you need a crown etc etc so you'd go to your general dentist yeah then your general dentist if they would be able to perform this on their own would perform it in their clinic if not they would refer you to another specialist so that makes it a little more practical because you have more people coming in whereas maybe other specialists you would be um, have to be referred yeah and therefore have, be a lot more clients. reliant i would say on a referral basis i see that makes sense um and it is only a one year extra after so wow. it, it's the shortest mm-hmm. residency uh number two i would say is tied it would be dental anesthesiology as well as endodontics dental anesthesiology as we know is a three-year residency uh, and is mostly just monitoring the patient's statistics um, whereas some other specialties are uh, much more hands-on labor then we move on to endodontics which i say is um i would say on the higher list of practicality um, just because the main procedure is a root canal so it is less difficult like problem solving right. I mean, it would take less i think to diagnose the patient and it's kind of um mm-hmm. root canals all day yeah. long it's kind of like self-explanatory exactly. and you so, know what you're doing exactly and one person might think oh i want a little uh, more challenge as another mm-hmm. person would say i like this um the steadiness yeah. and it's very predictable mm-hmm. Next, for number four, we have periodontics. It is a lot more hands-on and physical labor, which includes um, extraction and implants. It does include um, also a lot more problem-solving and diagnostics because it is um, more complex. Number five is the maxillofacial and oral surgery. It is goes up to six years, so it's four wow. to six, depending. It's like more than surgery. Yeah, um, because you do get your dual degree. You do mm-hmm. get uh, an MD if you go for the yeah. six, so it is the longest. Oh, yeah, which it makes is it a type of surgeon. I exactly. Forgot. Yeah. 
and it's a specialty um, where you somewhat need to know like beforehand mm-hmm. because like you need to know beforehand if you want to go into this field somewhat because then you would if you want to go into the maxillofacial surgery and you're in medical school then you would have to go back to dental school mm-hmm. so it's something you yeah. would want to plan out before and it is also a lot of more uh, physical labor uh, with extractions and jaw reconstruction mm-hmm. so if you like to work with your hands that's a great specialty if you if you don't maybe consider <laughs> not something the best else. specialty yes but it is very interesting very cool number six prosthodontics three-year residency mm-hmm. from my understanding a general dentist could perform most of the procedures that a prosthodontic does, mm-hmm. um, including crowns and other restoratives. A prosthodontist is is more uh, specialized in the restoratives, as I said. But in my opinion, I feel like um, if a patient is already going to their general dentist and their general dentist knows how to perform the procedure, they would just get it done. There. They would just get it done there instead of referring them out to a prosthodontic. So I'll just leave it at that. Okay. But that is my um that is my understanding and okay. my opinion. Got it. Yeah. That's, that's all that's all. Six we have for dental today. specialties, eight medical specialties. Um a bit of a shorter episode today, guys. We hope this like allows for a little more flexibility so you guys can listen to this one the whole way through. You don't need to stop. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode. This is officially the end of our first season ever of White Coats. Stay tuned (laughs) for next season. We're going to be posting what the next season is, giving little snippets of and ideas of episode ideas Mm -hmm. on our social media. So stay tuned for that. I want to say one last thing before we conclude today's episode. Um, We truly hope that after listening to um, these three episodes, especially after this one where we broke it down into different rankings. We could help anyone that is interested in either the dental or medical field break down and help them make a more educated and comprehensive choice on what they would like to specialize in. So we hope we can spread that to you and help you out in your career to get your own white coat. That's right. (laughs) So um, we'll see you on the next one. See ya.